The second paragraph heading is locating your function. Locating your function, and that's verses 3 through 8. So let's read verses 3 through 8. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members of one another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, or ministry, let us wait on our ministry, or he who teaches on teaching, or he who exhorts on exhortation, he who gives, let him do it with simplicity, he who rules with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Okay, so locating your function. Here we go. Humility is the immediate effect of self-surrender to God. We surrender to God, His will, His way. The direct effect of that is going to be humility. Yeah. Every man to himself is in a sense the most important person in the world. Every man in his own eyes is in a sense the most important person in the world. What were you talking about, brother? In your workplace, you might think that if you didn't work there, the place would fall apart. <laughs> because in your own eyes, you, in a sense, think that you're the most important person in the world. If this place didn't have me, brother, no. What are you talking about? We're believers. We are. Okay, keep saying it. Israel had fallen, and the reason, at least in part, was because of a prideful, unscriptural evaluation of themselves. Yeah. And the truth is, uh, uh, it gets worse in ministry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if they didn't have me, brother. Sorry. If I didn't preach or teach, my goodness, we'd all just fall right out the face of the earth. God would have forsaken this church. <laughs> well, okay, so what you're saying is that if you did if you weren't here, then God wouldn't. <clears throat> so in your own eyes, you're the most important person. In the world. Or at least at this portion of the world. 
At my job, if I wasn't there tomorrow, they'd run fine. <laughs> if I wasn't here, you'd be fine. But I'm here. <laughs> the Christian should appraise the gifts God has given them fairly. Glorifying God for their bestowal and their exercise through dependence upon the Holy Spirit. God has given each of us a certain function in the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Some teachers, some pastors, some evangelists, some apostles. That's just the preaching gifts. Yeah. There's a lot more. Yeah. Some giving. And we're going to see what certain things, that the Holy Spirit calls an office. Mm -hmm. We just view the fivefold ministry as like, oh, that's, that's an office. Everybody else in the body of Christ is just kind of hanging out. <laughs> that's not how God sees it. And the key is that whatever God has called you to do, view it properly. Yeah. Don't view it higher than it really is or lower than it really is. Because we got the tendency to do both. Yeah. Oh, well, this praise God. Call me a preach. <laughs> Don't be viewing yourself higher than. Well, you know, he just called me to hold the door open. So, I mean, I, I ain't really ain't doing anything. I'm just a greeter at the church. I ain't really... Help. Don't be viewing your office lower than what it really is. Right. Yeah. That's right. It works both ways. Yeah. That's right. The Christian is... And you need the help of the Holy Spirit for both. Yeah. Just right. throw that out there. That's right. You need the help of the... As ministers, we need to we got to have the help and the dependence upon the Holy Spirit to preach. As a door greeter, you're going to need the help and the whole the dependence of the Holy Spirit to be able to greet people properly. Because every morning at church, you're just not your best. That's right. And on top of that, somebody might come in and just not be in their best. So don't tell me you don't need the person in the work of the Holy Spirit to be a door preacher. Amen. The Christian is to not become proud of the gift or gifts that God has given him. To think soberly means to be in one's right mind. Paul is here treating conceit as a species of insanity. Basically what Paul is saying is that if you view yourself higher than you really are, you're partially insane. It's a form of insanity. Maybe mild, but it's still a form of insanity. Because you're kind of delusion. You're kind of delusional. <laughs> yeah. That's what Paul's saying. <clears throat> if you do that, 
If you view yourself higher than you really are, you might be mildly insane. Dude, Paul, what the heck, brother? <laughs> yeah. Because it's the truth. Right. It might not sit well with you, might hurt your feelings, but it's the truth. Yeah. And it's wrong. Right. The body is the body of Christ, all believers. Not all believers have the same function in the body. Every single member of the body has been called to an office or given a function. Every single member of the body. Every single member of the body, which the body of Christ is made up of every single believer all over the world. So every single member of that body has a specific function. Just like every single member of your body has a function. And sometimes we don't realize what certain ones their function is until it gets hurt. Your pinky doesn't seem like that big of a deal until you hurt it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you realize, dude, I didn't know I used it that much. <laughs> wow. Need that to heal. The body of Christ is just like the human body. Every member has a certain function. And most of the time you don't know how important a certain member is until they're going on now. Seek the Lord as to his function for you. That's the only way you'll find it. Seek the Lord. Nobody else can tell you what your function is. Now there are some pretty good hints. And I said it before, but if you can't sing, your function in the body of Christ is not using it. Pretty simple, right? Pretty easy. My dad can attest to that. He just he, he ain't got it. So he knows. That's just not his function in the body of Christ. And if he tried to force himself into that function, it wouldn't go so well. Because it's not... And we'll see what God actually says about that. Putting yourself in a function that you're not called to do. Okay. Grace is used because none of us deserve any office or function. No, none of us. You can be the most talented singer in the world, and you do not deserve to be a music minister. You don't deserve it. It's all His grace. Well, yeah, but I can see. Still is grace. Yeah. You didn't earn it. There's nothing you did for God to be like, oh man. And the fact that you can sing just it's just evidence that you might be fitted for that function. It's given by the grace of God and not by merit. Prophecy is the gift that speaks to men. For ed to edification, exhortation, and comfort. So, First Corinthians chapter fourteen, verses three through six. Prophecy, the gift that speaks to men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. Proportion, 
is a mathematical term. So we are not to overstep the boundaries of our office and the measure of faith given to us. So if you attempt, you have a certain function in the body of Christ, and you attempt to move yourself into another function that God hasn't fitted you for, and He hasn't given you the measure of faith for, you're overstepping the boundaries of God. Yeah. Which nothing good comes from that. Ministry refers either to a pastor or deacon. Ministry uh, means servant. It refers to one who serves. I'll read it. It's in verse 7. Or ministry, let us wait on our ministry. It's a bad translation in King James. It should read, let us minister according to the proportion of faith. The idea of all of this is to remain within the exercise of the gift that God has given you. And this is what Kenneth Weiss says. It is a wise man who stays within the sphere of service for which God the Holy Spirit has fitted him and does not invade some other field of service for which he is not fitted. Where I work, they have different positions. They have mechanic, electrician, welder, pipe fitter, a bunch of different stuff. If a welder all of a sudden decided he was a master electrician, <laughs> it wouldn't go so well. People could die. Why? He's not fitted for that job. But that's how we act in the body of Christ. Because, and it goes back to the very first part that we saw. If you're presenting yourself a living sacrifice, you're surrendered to the Lord and His will, not your will. Yeah. The problem is, while we don't see people fulfilling their correct function in the body of Christ, and the body of Christ looks sick and lame, because we're not presenting our bodies a living sacrifice unto God. See, we haven't gotten yeah. the first part. Yeah. Yeah. So do that first. Seek the Lord and He'll give you your function. He's not trying to hide His will from you. God is not trying to keep His will for your life a secret. He wants you to know. He wants you to be in His will. Right. And the church said, praise God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> is to call aside, make an appeal to, by way of exhortation, entreaty, comfort, or instruction. And this deals with preaching in any capacity. Uh, giveth means to impart of one's earthly possessions. Now this right here makes me happy. Because the Holy Spirit proclaims this is a gift or an office. Giving. Amen. See, it's not just about fivefold ministry. Right. The Holy Spirit says that giving is a, is a gift 
and an office that God has fitted that certain member of the body for. Praise God. You mean to tell me that for the work of God, He has certain members of the body that He's fitted and prepared to give. That they're in that office. And which means that God's also provided them an ample amount of funds for them to be able to what? Give. My Lord, he's smart. (laughs) You mean to tell me that in a certain sense, and just go with me here, God has investors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that. Come on, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> my Lord, if he's called a, just going to use my dad. If he's called a minister, he's fitted him for ministry fivefold, and he's going to go be I don't know what he touches to be a missionary. He's fitted him for that. God's called him to that office. Evangelist, and he's fitted in for that. He's also called and fitted other members of the body to be investors. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's right. Good. That's right. That's good. So if you're in ministry, be encouraged. Yes. Because if he's called you, he's also called. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Come on. Yes. yes. My yes. Lord. Amen. That's that's beautiful. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Lord. Praise God for the ten pastor. My Lord. Hold, if he didn't have the baby, hold on to you. Hold my baby. The Holy Spirit is addressing both preachers and laypersons through these gifts and offices. There's an office for every person in the body of Christ. Yes. There's more stuff here I just didn't define yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, let's see. He who shows mercy. You mean to tell me that that's an office? Yeah. Yep. The Holy Spirit says it is, so yeah. What? <laughs> There's a lot more than just there's the ministry of helps. There's all kind of offices and gifts. Just because you're not in the fivefold ministry doesn't mean God has nothing for you. God has something for everyone in the body of Christ to do. Everybody is fitted for a certain service. They're all equally important. Right. 